0: You are listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. This talk was given at 3800 Marlton Pike, Pensacon, New Jersey. For more information, visit us at circleofhope.net. So we're, we're in, we have these question marks on the wall because it's, it's time to do someone asked. Uh, we think that dialogue is what keeps us connected and protects our gravity, so... We, we got to talk. You know, we, we can't, that can't actually be true unless we talk about this. Because there's, there's another way to do this. It could be, I'm going to give you the answers because I have like a, a master's degree and you pay me money. And that, the reason you pay me money is so that I can give you uh, very brittle answers about every circumstance in all of your individual lives. And it won't fit. And it'll feel terrible sometimes. Sometimes it'll feel really good. It's not ter- it's not it's not, the, it's not wrong to do it that way. To have your pastor just tell you everything you're supposed to think, uh, but I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't I don't want to I don't claim to have the answers. Uh, I think that Jesus is the answer, and He lives among us. Okay, so we actually have to express that. We have to have this dialogue, or it's not true, or or we could just default to having a, a strong man or woman at the front telling us things. And us, and us relying on their faith instead of having faith of our own. So let's have it. Let's have some faith of our own. Let's have the dialogue. Let's ask the questions. So uh, people have been putting questions in the, the, the offering box back there. I actually have one right here that I'm going to use because this is like kind of an add-on to mine. We'll get to that in a second. But you can keep asking questions. I haven't planned this out. We're going all the way through the end of September. So you know, if you have a question, keep putting it in there. And then also the pastors do a "someone asked" uh, video series on YouTube. If you're not aware of that, check it out at the just search search Circle of Hope on YouTube, and you'll find it. Uh, We've done hundreds of videos, unscripted dialogue about questions that people actually are asking. So this week the question is: How do you know the difference between your intuition and God speaking to you? And the preemptive kind of follow up question uh, here is: I desire a deeply spiritual spirit life but I'm terrified of being led astray by evil spirits can you speak to that I think they kind of go together we want to have this spirit life uh but there's you know that's like the that's the next step after afterwards we'll get to that so we must begin with volcanoes to do this when you think of a volcano what is the first thing that comes into your mind yeah does it look like this is that a volcano you know, exploding lava, like how you, how you draw it when you were a kid. I think I drew a lot of volcanoes when I was a kid. There, there's something about the elemental forces of the earth coming out that, uh, that, that is very attractive. But do you know about specific volcanoes like Popocatepetl? Ever heard of Popocatepetl? Yeah, you have? El Popo? El Goyo? Si? ¿Sí? Con Yeah, no, there's these two mountains on the edge of uh, Mexico City. Uh, Popocatépetl and Iztaccíhuatl. I liked, I just like saying Nahuatl words. How long did you have to practice? That? I I lived next to these mountains. I practiced these na- Nahuatl is the native language of the people that lived in Me- in Mexico City, that part of Mexico. And there's there are lots of people that still speak it. It's a it's a living language. Uh, and Popocatépetl is just really fun to say. Yes. <laughs> uh, but Popocatépetl uh, last <laughs> last month it exploded. And it looked like this. David, did we get this? Did we get it up? The first one with this, the ash. Look at that. That just happened. And that's like, you can see that happening from Mexico City. And then it got up into the sun, the sunrise. And like, whoa. Or I think that was the sunset, actually. It was in the evening. This was just a couple weeks ago. My friend Mike was actually there. He saw this happening. He, you know how Facebook is often your news feed? I was like, what, El Popo? Oh, and check it, but but look at look at this. This is December 2018. This is the lava version. Watch this. It gets it, 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 it's in black and white because you know it's like some kind of science video. Whoa, that's the same mountain. Like blowing up with lava and stuff. I think it gets, I think it gets better. Keep watching. It's mesmerizing. Oh no, that was it. <laughs> All right, same vol- volcano. Popocatépetl, uh, two different types of eruptions. There's the ash one, and then there's the lava one. Which was the real one? Like, which which, which one did did which one met your expectations? I you know it, I don't I don't have strong feelings about uh, volcanoes, but it was the lava one. You know that smoke one was pretty cool, and it was prettier because it was in color and stuff. Um, but that one that happened at night with the lava exploding. That's like, that's what volcano means. So our question for today, how do you know the difference between your intuition and God speaking to you? Um, you know, it's more like Popo than you think. Um, your intuition and your Holy Spirit awareness, they both come from deep within you, right? They're both like coming up from, from, from below. That, that, that feeling of intuition that you can't shake and the, and the Holy Spirit, if you've experienced that at all, they don't feel too different. And and I guess in this case the your mouth is the the crater <laughs> out of which uh the, this stuff explodes. How you interpret your decision making process about what you're going to do and how you tell the story to yourself and to others about what is happening that's this discernment process that the, that the questioner is asking. Well, how do I know? How can I be sure? I think we might be tempted to have only lava explosions. It's like uh. Only like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm saying stuff and it must be from God. It's like to- totally like flashy, bright, exactly how I expected it. And that's the only thing that God does. God only, I could only ever say that that was God if it was so obvious that it burned down a whole village. You know, that's that, that we need that kind of power, I think in our expectation to to say, oh, that was from God. We have a very high standard for uh some, the, where the difference between me and god uh where that line is whereas i'm saying no the one the one from a couple days ago like can you get behind like you know 500 degree gas and ash flying in the sky and rocks you know like that's pretty powerful too it's a different kind of explosion um but it's still coming from that deep you know magma center something's happening and so what's the difference between your intuition and is God speaking to me? Maybe not as much as, as we often think. It's a, you're, you're a volcano. You're, you're a person living with the Holy Spirit inside of them. And so what might appear to be, you know, just some stupid ash, you know, is, is just as good as that, that thing you expected with the lava explosion where God's like booming his voice in a burning bush or something. All right, am I, am I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to mess up the boundary that you might be having, at least, the, and, and I'm messing myself up. Like I'm trying to put us up to, hey, your normal process of discernment has God in it, and if and if, if we're trying to make these distinctions too strong, um, they're kind. It, it, it's kind of weird and meaningless because it's like Popocatépetl isn't Popocatépetl. You know, it's like, are you a volcano or not? And, and I'm saying you are. So. Uh, we just finished Circle in Circle of Hope. It's Spiritual Gifts Month. Anybody get into the spiritual gifts this month? I hope you at least heard about it if you've been with us before because we were making a big deal about it, and we were we were expecting to express uh, the special gifts that we were we were given, and we were even testing them out, uh, even testing ourselves. What, what am I led to? What has God given me? We had a whole 125-question inventory we were going through to try to discover what, what what's God doing and 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 those moments when you when you say, so so I'm trying to get into places where you might have had this kind of Holy Spirit awareness where God might have been speaking through you. you know that moment when you say, "I don't know, this sounds crazy, but but I just know this is what I should do. Have you ever had have you ever f- felt this? I mean, some people might not be very intuitive, just naturally, and so they might have never experienced this, and that's okay. Follow along with us, you know, read over our shoulder, but but have you ever had that feeling of like, ooh, I don't know why, but I'm just so attracted to this. Um, or, or you might have said to a friend, hey, uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, while I was praying in our conversation, while I was praying, um, our conversation that we had yesterday about your car came up, and I really don't think you should buy it. Uh, it what's that about? I don't know. Uh, but but, but that happens sometimes. Or, or maybe, uh, I have a plan for my new cell, and I don't know where it came from, um, so it must be from God. You know, have you ever said something like that, um, if, if the cell leaders among us? You know, sometimes it's explosive like that. It's super bright, where, like, something is coming out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, that's lava. You know, like, that's hot fire. I don't know I don't know what that is, but it, it's definitely something, and I don't know what it is. Sometimes our experience with God is like that. It's really bright. Even, I don't know if those things sounded bright to you, but they, they are. So when you're ready to say out loud, yeah, God told me something about your car, you know, like, that happens sometimes so weird you know that weird stuff but then other times you know um, uh, you know it's it's more like hindsight is 2020 so when the near future confirms the suspicions that we had dared to erupt you know we had said oh i don't know about that i i don't, I don't have a good feeling about that but you're not like positive you just you just you have disease about it and then afterwards like it, it went just as poorly as you thought it might and you're like oh Maybe I should have said something more. <laughs> maybe, maybe I was right. Maybe God was. T- maybe God was talking to me, um, or, uh, you know, you you have this sense of, of like holy dissatisfaction in your life. You you want to ch- you you need a change, and eventually, over the course of like six months, you decide you have to quit your job. Um, and you're you're like you you might timidly say, I don't know. This is such a big deal. I, I I'm trying to include God in it. And um, I think God's leading me to to do like like change my whole career, or, or or do something completely new. But but it's like oh, but I'm not sure. What do you think? You know, it's a little more ashy. Still an eruption. God's happening, but but it doesn't seem like so like per- like so perfectly God. I think that's what the question is. Is is like, is this just me? And and my my preliminary answer is yeah. Well, no, it's not just you, but it is definitely you. And you're happening in both scenarios, okay? Um, so when we I think, I think what we're what we're working with here is the spiritual gift of discernment. Uh, that's one of the the gifts that that gets listed in the New Testament as something that God gives the body for us. Um, discernment to discern among spirits is the gift of grace God gives members of the body of Christ by which they can distinguish whether something purported to be of God is actually of God or is of human or satanic origin. That's listed in, in 1 Corinthians 12, 10. That's straight out of our lore about this. And that satanic origin is where we get into this, the second question about being scared of, of evil spirits. I'll put my stamp of kind of endorsement on the fact that, yeah, there's evil in the world. And when we get into the spiritual realm, we might encounter spirits that are not of god that's definitely something that happens in the new testament first john 4 says that you have to test every spirit because there are people out there that are you know claiming even claiming jesus's name but doing damaging things to the body you know manipulating people and trying to get into uh leadership when they don't actually have uh authority or the or the authority they have is from from some spiritual power that's not jesus that that's that's definitely happening in the New Testament, and it's not something that uh, uh, you might be totally well versed with, unless you uh, maybe grew up in a Pentecostal uh, church. You know, it's 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 a it's an emphasis that's in the New Testament, though, that I think us kind of rationally operating people uh, like to kind of put to the side. And I say us rationally operating people uh, as a general thing about um Western culture dominated by um, you know enlightenment thinking European stuff that kind of influences us all even if we our families weren't all from you know Europe or the or the United grew up in the United States it it it, 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 it creates the system that we live and breathe in and so rational thinking kind of pushes that to the side um so I want to think about this kind of ash and lava side, according to the Scripture, because it also happens where discernment is happening in Scripture, and it's happening in these different kinds of ways. Hopefully, it'll give you uh, uh, some some safety in feeling like, oh yeah, it happens differently in in the Bible too. Oh, that that feels okay when then when it's going to happen to me. So uh, there's this intuitive kind of spiritual side. Um, an experience of subjective revelation or a vision. In Acts 13, 8 through 11, that's where uh, Paul is in Cyprus and he runs into this sorcerer named Elemas. And Elemas, uh, Paul just sees right through him, you know, and says, I can tell you're a bad dude. You know, just instantly, just kind of like puts up a wall against him. It's this kind of Holy Spirit awareness that, that Paul has. Or 1 Corinthians 2, 13 through 16 um, you know first Corinthians, the beginning of it is all about the wisdom of christ in 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 opposition to or in contrast with the wisdom of the world. you know we didn 't come teaching worldly wisdom; we came with the spirit of jesus it 's this kind of distinction and they and they have revelation of things that that they were given This is what how Paul is talking he he got some some extra discernment, some extra wisdom that was uh just directly from jesus so that, that's this kind of this kind of lava kind of experience. Um, uh, also a judgment that can look beyond the outward appearance appearance and assess the spirit. So like in 1 Corinthians 13 1 through 3 there's a deeper reality to things. you know this gets read in wedding, weddings all the time you know First Corinthians 13, if I speak in the tongues of angels, but have not love, I'm just a, a clanging symbol. That kind of insight that Paul is having, what's the thing behind the thing? Like, are you really founded in love, or are you just, you know, putting on a show? This kind of piercing vision that that one might have, uh, That that's another kind of uh, power. But then there's also this more rational side. Um, you know, like an experience of... Uh, of objective resonance with, with what one knows to be true. So like in acts eight, Simon Magus tries to buy the Holy spirit from Peter. He's like, yo, this is Simon Magus saying like, Hey, that looks awesome. Can I give you money so I can have that power? And Paul and Peter's just like, you're crazy. That's not how this works at all. Um, You know, that's just kind of applying like he doesn't, he doesn't need any special insight to know that that's ridiculous, but he puts Simon Magus in his place. Um, or First John 4, I was saying this before, um, anyone who denies Jesus came in the flesh must not be from God. That's kind of the, the, the litmus test that John is giving to his disciples. There are these people coming in with these bad teachings. They're going to lead you astray. And here's how you know. If they say that Jesus came in the flesh, then they are from God. So he's kind of applying these things that they know, this kind of basic resonance. Yo, this is what we know is true about God. This is what we know is true about Jesus, and it doesn't jive with that. There's a problem. So this is, it's this other kind of discernment. It's this kind of holding the truth in your heart and applying it appropriately to all these different situations. It's, it's more ashy, you know. It's more. It's not. It's not so. Oh, that's just like you know, kind of thinking through the the the, the problem, right? I like these ones especially here, uh, a judgment based on accepted tests. So there's all these places in scripture where it says you can apply this to your situation. Jesus says a good fruit bears, a good, a good tree bears good fruit. You know, you can't get a peach out of a cactus. You know, that's that's just how it works. That's Matthew 7. Um, there are scriptural guidelines. Uh, Paul is setting like explicit boundaries in 1 Corinthians 14, Uh Three and then also twenty six through thirty three in Galatians one eight he's also setting these these boundaries and 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 Paul kind of has an authority in our tradition and so hey are you jiving with Paul we're, we're just applying we're just applying Paul's thinking to what we're what we're doing here um, uh, also you can just apply scripture in general Second Timothy three sixteen is a popular one uh, all scripture is God breathed and uh, it's good for teaching and instruction. You know, there's lots of places in Scripture where we can uh, we can kind of apply Scripture to the decisions that we're making, uh, to the things that we're feeling. Um, also, the the tradition, Second uh, uh, Thessalonians two one through five is this kind of this story that Paul is telling, uh, and he's saying this is how it is. You know, that this is what we this is what we think is going to to happen, and um, it's not. It, it's, it's not a, a new revelation. It's like, this is how we think it should work. And then also what is practiced elsewhere. Oftentimes in scripture, and I, I'm sorry I'm flying through all these so quick. We're going to go somewhere else in a second too. But I just want to give you this kind of broad view of like, there are different ways that, that, that the Bible is getting uh, used even within the Bible itself. So First uh, uh, Corinthians 14, for God is not a God of disorder, but of peace as in all the congregations of the Lord's people, you know, we know this because it's happening everywhere. There, you know, peace happens in the body of believers, and so we want it to happen everywhere. And then also previous experience. Uh, Philippians 3:16. Um, Nevertheless, to that which we have attained, we are to walk by the same. Like you've had this experience. Compare it to what what happened last time. Last time you were in this situation. Uh, what happened, and and what what led you? And what was the outcome? Don't forget that. Don't forget where you've come from. Let me read that again. Nevertheless, to that which we have attained, we are to walk by the same. That's a really kind of archaic translation, but I like it. Uh, We need to walk by where we've been. Don't forget who you are and what God has made you already. There are some abuses of the intuitive side. Um, You know, strong feelings forcefully expressed are not necessarily discernment. I'm going to say that again. Strong feelings forcefully expressed are not necessarily discernment. Just because you, you, you kinda look like a volcano and you can manufacture some lava doesn't mean it's necessarily from God. I'm I, I, I suffer from this. I'm very lava y and I want lava and like I say things like they're authoritative and I'm just thinking, you know? So don't don't always listen to me like I'm a I'm I'm a, I'm an exploding volcano of of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I'm just excited uh abuses of the rational side you know a natural keen insight into human nature may be mistaken as a spiritual gift of discernment uh it could be the seed of it as well but if you're always the skeptical one always the one to point out mm, i don't know about that you know a broken clock is 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 good twice a day you know <laughs> like if you're just saying nah <laughs> you know you, you you might you might fool yourself into thinking that you have discernment um, because you're just applying your wisdom. Uh, but uh, that's the, that's a that's a danger of that rational side as well. So uh, these these accepted tests, I really like I really like the rational side because not all of us have like some kind of Holy Spirit um, experience of this. It, it's not I think that the ash is actually much more common. and occasionally you get these bursts of bright lava. But we ought we ought to we ought to live off of the good that's being given like every day every second the basic gift of discernment that God's giving the body, and and so those tests kind of look a lot like these these, these a judgment based on accepted tests. Um, all those scriptural references kind of look like something that we call running the bases. Uh, we say uh, this is one of our proverbs. Uh, The truth in and from Jesus is revealed in many ways, through the Bible, through the members of the body, through the creation, and through the Holy Spirit. So you can can really start at any base, um, but I find it helpful to acknowledge that we start from where we are, who we are right now, what we're able to understand, who we have been created to be in our specific context. So I put creation as home base. Then we keep running around the bases, the Bible, the body, and the Holy Spirit, back to our understanding of the world and our experience, and then we keep going. It's not a linear process. The the key is that all four of these sources of understanding work together and harmonize. We're we're looking for where all these things line up, and we're being generous in our, our influences and confident that together with all these resources, we'll be able to hear clearly enough to do what God is calling us to do next. So a simple answer to the question, how do you know the difference between your intuition and God speaking to you, is does it feel right when you run the bases? I think that the questions might get stuck completely at home plate, usually. You just start from your own experience and you kind of don't end there. Some of us who might have more spiritual inclination might go to the Holy Spirit and have some personal thing. But it's hard to get it out of that. It's hard to get it into the body and into the Bible, and, and maybe not universally. I think that's our problem uh, here in, in Circle of Hope is that we're not quick to, like, try to figure out, okay, what's Scripture saying to this situation and what is and, – and I'm going to talk to someone about it. Because we're kind of trained to be individuals, again, that kind of overarching – idea about who we are as people in western civilization uh, pushes towards the individual and so we have we might have a relationship with God but we're going to leave it there and have to figure it out all on our own but really the 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 big stuff happens when we can get it into the whole context of the body because if the Holy Spirit is giving us any gift of discernment it's going to be for us and the work that you do uh, in response to what God is telling you is going to be for us as well, not just for you. So uh, let me skip down a little bit here. One of the ways we exercise discernment, and this speaks to what I was just saying, is is, is by connecting to people who have it. Uh, Again, in the US, many of us feel ashamed if we don't know everything. And we are often uncomfortable to ask since we should have already known. When Paul starts off his discussion of discernment, he's turning that general sense upside down. The first discernment we need is that some people have more discernment than us. You know, you, you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't need to know all the answers. Stop trying to gut this thing through. The first discernment is that we need help. Following Jesus is a group project by design. Like, that's how it's supposed to be. It's not like plan B, it's plan A. Who are your go-to people to help you discern the spirits? I hope that it's your cell. That's one of the reasons we organize in cells is because it does take, it's a pretty vulnerable thing to do, to say, hey, I think God's saying something. I don't know, but I'm gonna put myself out there and I'm gonna tell these people that I love and that I know love me, well, what do you think? And so that's one of the reasons we need cells is to, to ask the people. Uh, but you might also know people who, who have this gift you might just need to call someone up and, and, and get some advice. Get, get, and it's not just their practical advice, it's their sense of the thing. They might, they might just have a feeling that needs to be trusted. Paul says, as part of his closing offerings and his teachings about spiritual gifts for the Corinthians Church, Therefore, one who speaks in a tongue should pray for the power to interpret it. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind is unproductive. What should I do then? I will pray with the Spirit, but I will pray with my mind also. I will sing praise with the Spirit, but I will sing praise with my mind also. Paul is trying to wed the lava and the ash, the intuitive and the rational. He's not making a, a, a super strong distinction as we are often want to do. He's putting them together and saying, yeah, the Spirit's doing something, and you're doing it with the Spirit. Uh, and that, that, that's essentially my main point that I want to say is don't divide yourself up either within yourself or from the rest of the body that's going to give you what you need or from the rest of the body going back. You know, you could learn from people that aren't alive anymore. You could read a book. Uh, you could read the Bible and get uh, experience from, from them and discernment from them. Uh, however, I think that um, we, I also want to end here by saying that we need to, we need to trust that, that the spirit is actually present among us because like, like I was saying, the rational is where we go. You know, it might be, we might feel really, feel really comfortable if we could just make this into like a uh, checklist, you know, we could just make this into, uh, this is what I need to do. These are the steps I need to take to make sure that every time I know, is this God or is this the, is this some evil spirit, you know, just, just follow the steps. Easy. Bing, bang, boom. You know, that would be really nice. Um, but actually we're, something's going to happen and we're going to get into gears, um, get into a, a Holy spirit awareness, that it, that feels different. And it's hard to, it's hard to describe, though I've experienced it some myself. Um, and so, in Spiritual Gifts Month, as, as we're ending it together, uh, we, we were looking for these places where, no, the spirit is actually showing up. You have something. It's extra. It's not just normal. And, 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 and us having a common vocabulary of, of those blessings helps us to elicit them and helps us to trust them because we aren't prone to trust that stuff. Um, Maybe you are, <laughs> but as a body, as these people in this place and time, uh, we're, we're kind of pushed away, you know, in, towards individual, towards rational, cerebral, and, and, and burying under, underneath all of that what the Spirit is actually doing. So let's, let's pursue a spiritual sense of something, and it might turn out wrong, you know. You, you're testing these things out, you're safe to try. Let, let's pursue um, not having everything figured out before we talk about it. Let, let's, let's give it a shot. Let's pursue uh, answers in Scripture for things that don't seem to connect. Like, the Bible doesn't say anything about that. Well, let's go see. You know, let, let, let's, let's work on these, these bases as a way of expressing our life in the Spirit together. Thanks for listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. If you want to talk about it or get connected to a cell, you can find one under our Connect dropdown at SirGolfHope.net.